Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 79 today. Today's topic is Queens. We will be covering season one, episode two. Queens does air on ABC TV Network. It comes on every Tuesday night, and the next day it is on Hulu. So if you guys are haven't watched it and want to find where it's at. Um, we won't have a big sky recap today because they didn't premiere it this week. Um, you know, sometimes shows do take like a week or two off and it looks like episode five will not air until November the 11th on Thursday night. So what we'll do is we'll cover that on the 12th. So, um, it left us with the cliffhanger with all of the gunshots, um, when Jenny and Cassie were rolling up and then they had the kids trying to free, uh, Bridger. So it left us with a little cliffhanger. So we'll pick back up on that on the 12th. But as for the weekend, um, we're going to cover Queens now. We will break down two. We will break down four episodes. We'll break it into two of Snowfall. So tonight, um, I will upload my Snowfall recap for season three, episode five and six. Um, and we'll get Snowfall season three, episode seven and eight out um, Sunday. And... If you guys prefer, I'll leave a question on the podcast. I know you guys can see my questions when you listen on Spotify. Um, We can go ahead and knock out nine and 10 as well. So we can go ahead and knock that season three out. As soon as we get into season four, that's going to take us right into season five. And that I believe that'll probably air. They're already filming sometime in March. So that's something really good to look forward to. Um, as far as the TV shows that we cover, you know, we're doing Queens. We got a few more episodes of BMF right after BMF. We go to power book Two. you know, the universe with Tariq, Mary J. Blige, um, and that, that cast and, um, Narcos, Narcos is coming back. We're going to have to recap another documentary before we go in our Narcos. I was thinking about making that a fun weekend of a Narcos marathon. Like we did the TV show you. So that'll be pretty dope to do. Um, I was looking at a few documentaries I want to cover. We'll we'll get around to them as well. We'll continue um covering Big Sky, and you know keep doing what we do over here on this platform. Um, don't forget to follow me on my social media platforms. It's Alicia Shanice for uh, Facebook. It's Alicia Shanice reviews for. Instagram. If you need to email me for anything, it's Alicia Shanice 13 at gmail.com. I'm sorry, Alicia Shanice reviews 13 at gmail.com. That is all for the church announcements. Come back tonight and we'll talk snowfall. We'll be on Sunday for BMF and we'll go ahead and knock out another snowfall. I might shake it up a bit and sneak in that um, third episode by we didn't do a big sky. So we might can just go ahead and uh, maneuver some things around and do nine and 10 this weekend as well. Um, I'll see how my schedule is going. I have a few things to do tomorrow, but you know, we'll get it in. I like dropping as much content as possible throughout the weekend, especially by the week. I'm so busy with work, kid <laughs> and writing. So my week is really busy. So I, I love recording on a weekend. Um, this is a, a joy for me. Um, what else was I going to say? I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. She's trying to come to me. 
uh, I don't know. If I think of it, I'll bring it back up later. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's go ahead and get into the show. We are Talking Queens. And she's the one. Her name is Shanice. And she's the one. All right. So I I do think uh, this series will pick up. It's, It's starting off a little slow for me. Um, I'm going to support it regardless. Come on, Nadia's is, um, I love me some Eve. I love me some Natari and all, and then I love me some Brandy. I really love Brandy. You know, Brandy, she was everything growing up in my era. So I'm definitely going to support it, but it's starting off a little slow, but that's how some shows start off. Cause we have to get introduced to the characters. I enjoyed this episode, even though, you know, if I'm just being honest, they, it's a little propaganda stuff in there um i'm just like the the that's the thing if you don't mind me ranting for a minute <laughs> with tv shows now um they have a lot of good potential but sometimes when you don't go so from an authentic brand of what is really you know realistic or going on now everything is so diverse so it's like they try to throw everything in one pot and it doesn't just come off real or or authentic per se. It's like they're trying to just throw all of these things in. And I know, you know, that's probably not their fault. Sometimes you have to have this to make a show work. Um, I know uh, I was watching an interview, interview with Issa Rae and she was saying like, you know, she wanted to do certain things and, you know, um, productions that are producers or executive producers were saying, okay, this will work, but you have to do this. You have to accommodate for this. So, you know, um, that is what goes on today's world, but that was the difference. Um, if you check out, if you go back to one of my earlier episodes, I think I did it in May when I talked about the golden era of television and, and the one thing about 90s television, it was so much more relatable because they weren't trying to put everything in there to make everyone happy. Um, you know, it's just so diversified, which nothing is wrong with diversity. Nothing is. But all I'm saying is sometimes when you mix so much in there, it kind of comes off a little cheesy or, or corny. You know, I'm, I'm just being honest, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> but I am liking the show. It's just um, it's a couple of things. I'm like, all right, guys, I see what y'all are doing. But um, for the most part, I like it. I'll definitely continue to recap it each week. I'm loving seeing Brandy back on the screen. I'm loving seeing Atari Nalton evolving from who we love to hate as Tasha on power. You know, every time I look at her, I'm like, that's Tasha. <laughs> you know, Tasha, um, when she played that role, she just became Tasha. But as an actress, I do understand that you want to grow. You don't want to be uh, typecasted. So, you know, she switched up everything 
from her character as the drug dealing wife, you know, queen pen to, you know, how she is now being a singer and going back to her roots, you know, going back to her roots as singing. And she did a hell of a job in Notorious when she played Lil' Kim. And it's good to see Eve on screen as well. I'm watching uh, how they're um, covering this. And, you know, she got a little baby bump. You can kind of see how they're showing a the little baggy clothes. She looks so cute, uh, adorable, pregnant. I love, you know, pregnant. You just look so glowing and happy you know so i'm loving that part um but let's go ahead and talk the opening scene so am i confused but it opens up and we see the crew they're sitting there looking at the billboard about the future tour that they're about to take and it looks like someone is watching them from like the the bushes and when eric comes up his face is beaten up and someone shoots at them and then it goes to 2001 and that's 2021 and they never went back to that. So I'm like, am I confused? Like what happened? It just moved right along. So I'm like, are they going to bring us back to that? One thing I liked about this episode that I really liked is on how they jumped from time to time. For my cruel summer watchers, you guys know we love that, how they go from 94 and 95. <laughs> you know, so I do love the time jumps. I do love the time jumps. But it goes to... um. 2001 and we can see um why they broke up we see they're at a concert um ex ex explicit lyrics she drops the mic from valeria doing too much we see valeria she does too much throughout this whole series like uh her character irritates me already and <laughs> and she said that when they went on the breakfast club and did an interview um she said like you guys are not gonna like my character <laughs> but um if i have to say my favorite character so far i like brianna i like brianna i like naomi's character but i love like her daughter uh you know and it would be more emphasis if that was a man kind of doing a one uh, a child like that. But we don't want to give her a leeway. Look at how she's been a mama. You know, she's a Debbie mama. <laughs> but uh, we see Valeria is doing too much. And we can also see it's a lot of tension in the group. We also see a little cameo from Killer Cam. You got the little pink fur coat on. You know, that take you back to my high school days when all the... the Camera, I had all the killers wearing pink. <laughs> he had the pink everything. But um, we see Killer Cam, and that is so early 2000s. And, um, you know, after Valeria started doing too much, you could tell she went off cold on how the performance was supposed to go. And uh, explicit lyrics is like, you know what? I thought we was a family. Uh, nasty bitches is over. She dropped that mic. <laughs> so that was 2001. But then we go to 2021 and we go to um, Brianna's home and we see Brianna is still having to deal with her cheatings, her cheating husband's illness. Because, you know, I mean, she caught him in the most disrespectful act of all time. Not only did you cheat, but you brought the bitch into the bed in our bedroom, our house where we raised our five kids. But um, right after he found out he was ill. So. You know, she feels bad, but she's still pissed at the same time. But she's going to ride it to the, she gonna ride it to the end and take care of him. So um, we see that he's preparing for his surgery. And Valeria, um, they couldn't find a sitter. So Valeria is going to watch the kids while they're gone. Not only that, but we see her and Eric have um, something that they are working on in private. 
um, when he calls her, you know, she wants to, she's telling him like, go ahead and do whatever you got to do. We got to get the show or they're not going to do it. And it's like, you can already tell it was a lot of past tension in the past and we're going to cover that. But it's like, that's who he tells everything to. And he keeps the other girls out in the dark. So that's going to bring tension in the air because she already be knowing all the business moves he's making, what he's getting offered. She knows everything. Hell, she might as well be the damn manager and the leader of the group. (sighs) Moving on. We go into the next scene. Jill's home. So Jill is in the bed with um, her new girlfriend because remember she left her husband and she came out the closet. However, they're in there, they're kissing and everything, and they hear somebody downstairs. Jill grabbed that gat. I thought that was Tasha for a minute from power. <laughs> but they go downstairs, and Darren is just like, oh, so apologetic. And he like, you know, I was thinking. And she like, what are you doing here? I thought you were gone. And that's kind of like the propaganda stuff I'm talking about. I get you want to leave and, you know, be you. but um. This his house, boo. If this would have been you and another man, it wouldn't be that simple to just have somebody land in you and your spouse's bed and he comes home and you're like, what are you doing here? Or if he would have left you for someone and said, oh, um, what are you doing here? I told you it's over. I care about you. And I'm just like, come on, y'all. Y'all got to come on now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you want to be happy, you want to leave a marriage, go to Tina house or go get a room. Like, why are you in you and your husband's bed in his home, putting him out of his own house? Uh, I didn't get that part, but I guess it's good for entertainment for some people. Um, that's just something that that's why I was saying like the authenticity, like, I'm like, I wasn't really feeling that, but you know, she living her truth. Um, but Darren just seems like a really nice guy. He's like, I'll love you always. Like he didn't do nothing wrong unless they gonna bring something he did in the next few episodes, like right now, he's looking like a nice guy. So I felt bad for him. And we go to the next scene and we see La Muffin. <laughs> La Muffin in rehab. She um is putting up a front, but you know, she's dealing with her addiction. She's just OD'd. And you can tell that she's still putting up a front in therapy. And she like, hell, I, I can't do this. Because, you know, when you got to put up a persona and you can't really be yourself and You know, you hide behind the drug. So we see that she's struggling in rehab. So um, we go into the next scene. And we see Naomi with her daughter. And they're out to eat. And, you know, they're talking. She's giving her some music because we um, learned that her daughter is bad on the piano. And who walks up? We get another cameo from Killer Cam. And I have to admit, my theory was all the way off in episode one. I just knew, I just knew Eric was going to be the baby daddy. But it looked like Cameron might be the baby daddy. Hell, him and little mama, they even um, asked for the same stuff on a burger. I want a burger, no lettuce, no tomatoes, no pickles, but onions and mayonnaise or whatever they said. But they named the exact same thing. And he kind of looks and we see that him and uh, Naomi might have had a little thing while they was on tour back in the day so i'm wondering is it going to be another plot twist because i really was thinking that eric was the baby daddy but it looks like cameron is going to be that um so that was a plot twist early in the game (laughs) 
So um, Jill, you know, she's definitely into uh, church. She's a Catholic and they have like a, a very strict church, you know, <clears throat> religious form in their church. And she's already in Montana, so small town. And then she's already known from being a part of the group Nasty Bitches. So all of her, when she came out, it's all over. And she goes in the church and they're looking at her all funny. The pastor is uh, saying stuff. So she storms out. And then we go to um, 1997 in New York City. <clears throat> and we see the Nasty um, nasty Girls performing. And, you know, they doing their thing. And that is looking like so 90s in New York, you know, them tunnel days. <laughs> and they out there, they spitting bars. And Eric is watching from afar. We see some guy comes up to him. He kind of brushes him off. But then here comes Valeria. And she's she just knows she is what the group has been missing. Because, um, you know, never mind. But she is what the girls has been missing. So she hands him her number and she like, oh, that's your girl. And he like, no, because we see that um, Naomi has been trying to keep their relationship a secret because um, at the end of the day, a lot of rappers, singers did this um, in the past, back in the day relationships weren't promoted they felt like it killed your image also it looks sometimes when you're sleeping with your manager which it happened all the time that that's the only how you came up but we see Naomi was the really the talent of the group she was the Beyonce of the nasty girls you know what I'm saying like so she was the talent but she didn't want to just look like um that she slept her way up because you know women do get that stigma in the business and um so he like no but she she gives them her phone number. <clears throat> so we see it was a big mistake. They let Valeria come and sneak her way into the group. And Naomi seems, Naomi seemed like she was just a star, like I was saying. And Valeria came in there and she became the star and took hell. She took Eric too. <laughs> so Valeria came and she took the spotlight. You know, it shows. But then it jumps back to 2021. And we see Eric is working his magic, getting them booked from show to show. So, you know, he's doing his thing. You know, 2021, he's going around getting venues, trying to promote them, trying to get them on because they did their thing at the BET Awards. So um, we also see Jill is still struggling with, you know, her outcome of coming out. So she is just dealing with that. Her and Tina are kind of going back and forth because she's like, I need a break. Tina like, oh, you need a break from me? But as they're kind of going back and forth, here come Muffin Ass. <laughs> she done broke out of rehab. <laughs> and um, we see uh, Muffin kind of takes a like into Jill, like, she is probably the younger version of Jill. You know, Jill it shows that she was getting high back in the day and the loose cannon. So they kind of have a little bond, like a mentor, sister, big sister relationship. So I do like that dynamic of where they're going because she's like the younger Jill as far as the, the drug use and all of that. So uh, we go. So now her and Lil Muffin, they own their way to Brianna's home because Jill need to get out of Montana. It's too much going on in there. She can't go to church and praise God the way she won't do. So she got to bust out for a minute and brief, you know, <clears throat> get some, get some air. So we go into the next scene and we see 
Naomi gets another letdown. Cameron has, has told her, like, look, I'm working with this with this uh, record label. I'm starting my own label, and I want to sign you. But she's, they're playing her demo. They're like, look, you're in your 40s. It sounds good, but this is not what we're looking for. But we do got a, you know, a little young artist coming up who you can write for. And Naomi is livid. She like, I didn't get my whole life to this business. Hell, I didn't abandon my daughter for this business. She's had it. So she like, she is just done, you know? So, child, we go to the hospital. <laughs> Brianna husband and woke up from his brain surgery playing the biggest game of it all. Now, I'm digging it because this is a good one. You don't know if he lying or not, but he lying, y'all. He lying. <laughs> he like, cheated? Me? I had an affair? Me? Cheat? <laughs> so, she like, yeah, in our bed. <laughs> so he he playing that damn game. Look, he if he want to keep his family, he better keep it up. You know, hell, talking about the, he talking about some. I don't remember. You know, they, the doctor tells her it's normal for them to have you know short term memory where they don't remember. But if I was him, I would keep that light going so you know they can move past it and just blame it on the tumor. Like you know, it was making me not think right because he is like. Huh? Cheated. <laughs> so that was a little comedy relief there. Um, <clears throat> we get into the next scene and we see at Brianna's, Jill and Muffin, they show up. Valeria is already there. And then um, Eric shows up. Then um, they all show up. They all show up at Brianna's house. And they get their first show first solo show in 20 years he tells them so they are excited we also see when they go in the kitchen eric is playing both sides of the fence which is bad for business especially for the history of the group's past you know it's like history repeating itself because he's still in naomi's ear valeria walks in and you know he playing both sides so we we get that and he's talking about how he always wanted to be with Naomi so we get a little more backstory there but this little love triangle thing that they got going on is gonna be bad for the group so I'm sure that'll bring much more drama <laughs> we go back to 1998 and we see it was shadiness involved with the contract signings. So they are sitting out at the table. They are happy. And, you know, he pull out them contracts. And we see Jill and uh, Brianna, they're pretty happy. But um, Naomi ain't really feeling it till they pull out that 200000 signing bonus. And they all get a little too happy. But we see Valeria sitting there with a grin. And Eric is as well with a little look on their face. So we seen that she was all the way in. And this was another thing I didn't like. Just my opinion. <laughs> I'm like, why y'all got to make the black girls seem like they just was rushing to get the damn contracts. Even though it did happen like that back in the day. But come on now. Uh, it just made it seem like Valeria was outmaneuvering every little thing that they did. I wasn't feeling that. I'm just keeping it real. And um. I know it, you know, might make for good television, but I just, I wasn't feeling that part. But anyway, you know, Valeria got everything she wanted and the girls basically got screwed. 
And Eric was pretty corny for that. I mean, you've been working with these girls. These are your day one artists, and you let her just come in and outmaneuver them. So it was shadiness involved from the beginning. That's a lot of mistrust, a lot of deceit. So we can already tell from how the show is going to go that that's going to bring a lot of drama towards the end. And, you know, Valeria and Naomi going to end up throwing down one good time. <laughs> but um, it does show that she might have grown now, but with them keeping their little secrets and um, he, he is still keeping her in the note of everything and keeping the other girls in the dark. That's going to bring a lot of drama towards the end as well. Uh, my opinion. I don't know, but um, so they sign the contracts and then it goes to the TV cribs and we see the girls now, hell, they barely getting along. They coming out there like, we're the nasty girls and this is our, and they like, can you smile? Can you be enthusiastic? Cut rap let's do it again and they come out we're the nasty girls and this is our mtv crib <laughs> oh my god mt cribs used to be uh mtv cribs used to be the shit back in the day but um we also see jill she coming out she got the little powder up her nose like baby why break that little coquiano off your face now <laughs> so um we also see that um as everybody is leaving, as soon as they get done, um, as soon as they get done filming, one of the uh, people who was working on the set, they approach Jill, uh, and Jill kind of goes off like, I can get any man I want, don't come at me like I'm gay, so it shows that she had been struggling with a lot from back in the early 2000s, on how she just went off on a girl, and she's steady thinking back on what happened, and now she is able to uh, be happy the way she wants to. So we go back to the house and we see little muffin. She's sneaking out the damn house, falling out of windows. <laughs> she didn't got a big scratch on her nose, looking like a fool. <laughs> and we see her and Jill. They have a nice moment. They they kind of go off on each other, say say they done, they don't need each other, but then they realize. You know, they have built a bond. Jill is like her big sister. So she kind of comes back and they apologize. And, you know, they have a nice moment. But then we go back to the 90s or early 2000s. And we see a little more backstory on Eric, Naomi, Valeria, Cameron, this little love triangle. We see um, Naomi and Eric, they're in a room and he is actually telling her, like, I always wanted to be with you. You were the one who never wanted to have us go public. And I can feel where she, where she's coming from, probably as a woman in the industry, it does you know, the way how they make it seem like you tried to sleep your way to the top, especially back in the day. And she like, I ain't trying to hear that. Are you still messing with her? <laughs> and even if they was kind of broke up, that's a little dirty, bruh. A little too close to home. You're sleeping with different group members. Of course, that's going to bring tension. And then you letting her in on the note of everything and giving her more than the other girls who have been here from day one. So it's a lot going on in there. And he confesses that he is still messing with Valeria. She storms off and goes straight to Killer Cam's room. And who wouldn't? And <laughs> she goes straight to Killer Cam's room. And we know the rest she got piped down but um so we got that little triangle so i'm loving how they're going back to the 90s and we're seeing how everything played out i am loving the you know skipping from year to year and then we get a nice little monologue 
musical naomi going singing at the same time she's singing to the record label uh exec she's singing her heart out heart out like i am a star and we get a little you know musical thing we got her daughter playing beethoven the piano in the back she, and you know we got a nice little moment there and um we see that that also gets naomi the deal offered to her. So now she's finally has her own solo deal, something she has always wanted. And we get more of a backstory as well um, from the past when the contract ordeal came out. So when all the girls found out that, you know, Valeria got what she wanted, Eric played them from the jump, and they kind of got dogged. But to be fair, they did not read their contracts. They just signed them at the signed them at the uh, restaurant table, which is something that has happened back in the day. You know, in the nineties, contracts were terrible. But in people's defense, they were just getting into the music game. It was just a, not a lot of education out there about the sharks in the music industry. And it wasn't just black artists. Hell, it was a lot of people. They did not have the, the music industry robbed them. They didn't have their royalties. I mean, the Prince, he did not play that, you know, and he became more woke of that. Uh, Michael Jackson, look at what he did to the, <laughs> to the Beatles catalog. So, I mean, this stuff did happen. They should have had lawyers read their contracts, but a lot of people did read their contracts back in the day. <laughs> Let's talk about our boy Ice Cube, how he walked away from that deal from NWA. So, you know, it happened, but you did have people who were about that business and was not about to get uh, their royalties walked right from under them and just get signed over their life rights to record deals. So, you know, we see a lot of, they are pissed. And I would be too, but they got that $200,000 signing bonus and they did not sign those contracts. So we get into another scene and Valeria also was saying that, you know, she knew she wasn't because I skipped over that. I didn't even mention when she went to the studio and was like with her little uh <laughs> demo and when they was playing that and they all looking like she can't rap. And, you know, uh, Naomi gives her something like spit this and it sounds terrible, but she kind of smooths on in there and she's telling her like rap is about to be the new big thing it's about to be pop it's about to cross over you know i can i can get you crossed over into the pop world and that irritated me too because i'm a hip-hop fan and that is what happened a lot of artists who you used to love who used to be hip-hop, they did cross over, and it's like you have to sell yourself out to be a pop artist and it not be to your true core. And it's like when you're willing to do that, then you get all the accolades, but you're not being your truest artist self that your, your, your day one fans, your core fans loved, you know, and it happens all the time. So, I mean, I guess they are keeping it true to form on that, and they also needed to go get another race to make three black women who were doing their things cross over so like i said it's so much in here and i know it's a tv show it's fun but i like to get a little, go a little more deeper but you know I'm, I'm gonna support it this is abc tv network this is one of the biggest networks and um 
these women I love. So I'm definitely going to support it every week. But come on now, let me get my stuff off some time when I want to complain, you know. <laughs> but, you know, she's seen, I guess, the bigger picture. And she knew she could help them cross over and get what she needed out of it and got basically the best deal because look at where the rest of their careers went. You know, look at how Naomi, her whole career went and she was the talent of the group. Um, also, we see... The Nasty Girls finally got their time to go on stage and rock shit out. And everybody is there. They dress. They looking fly. Everybody there except Naomi because she has been told, you know, they want to she signed a record deal, but they want to get her as far away from explicit lyrics, Nasty Girls as possible so shit, they can rebrand her. But, you know, they're in this together. So they have to have her there because they want everybody there from the Nasty Girls. And, you know, they on stage and they like, damn, did she really do this? She ain't answering the phone. Her daughter then told her, like, don't you, um, don't give up. You know, if you don't shoot for what you want, then what was it all for of leaving me all these years? So she got so much on that she's thinking about. Um, and Brianna like hell. I got five kids. I got this long ass wig on. I'm looking good. I'm about to go out there and do my thing. So they go on the stage. And then everybody do their own little cameo. We got Jill the Thrill. We got Valeria. Uh, what's her name? Butter Pecan. We got Brianna. Um, what's her? Is it Professor Sex? And then it goes and we see Naomi, explicit lyrics. So she she went on and got back with the group. And we got our Nasty Girl song. And, you know, we see... Um, this was a good episode. Um, next week, I'm sure more of it will come out and they'll still show blast from the past. So um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, we got a little cameo from everybody, Brianna and her family, Jill and Tina. They go back to the church and kind of tell the pastor, like, look, I'm coming to church. I'm about to praise the Lord. And then we got Naomi and Cam. He go to her room and he like, all these years, is that my daughter? So we thinking that's the baby daddy probably or probably a blood test got to be taken between, you know, Cam and Eric. Who knows? <laughs> but that was my recap of Queens. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Keep tuning in each week because I will recap it. Um, we're definitely going to support this show. I might complain here and here or there, but let me complain. We're going to support it. You know, we want the girls to win, you know. We want many more seasons. Um, it's your girl Shanice. Come back tonight. We will do Snowfall and BMF on Sunday. Check you guys later. I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice. <laughs>